0: All right this is the creativity cocktail depending on when you are listening to this we may have rebranded the podcast to something that we think is really awesome and to be part of that I thought it would be cool to celebrate with the person who kicked off our podcast way back when and um, we're going to have a conversation that's really frank and really um, hopefully that you can get some value out of um, Casey actually joins us again. He is a great friend of mine. Um, I'm so excited. You helped me kick this off way back when, Casey. So it's it's awesome to have you back.
1: Thank you. No, it's always always good to be back. I mean, like you said, we're great friends and uh, I'm always here to support you just as you are the same. Um, but I really, you know, before we get things started, I, I want to know with all this this craziness, man, how, how are you and the family? You know, that's, that's uh, what's most important to me.
0: Yeah, thank you for, for asking. Um, I, I appreciate the, we're gonna have just a candid back and forth conversation. So, um, family's doing well, I have a son that's in college and he's obviously, you know, his age group are used to working remotely. And for those of you, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, we are in the, we're hopefully in the middle of our, pandemic situation oh, yeah. COVID-19 <laughs> you know so by the time mm-hmm. this gets published hopefully it'll be on the back end of that yeah. um and uh so he's doing well my wife had uh, had a procedure recently and she's doing well I made a joke that she's like Wolverine this uh, comic book character <laughs> she could <laughs> have a surgery and a few weeks later she's up and doing stuff like it ain't happened. so that that's yeah. cool how about yourself how about you and wonderful Esther how how's things going with you
1: oh uh, man it's uh you know it's all it's all crazy and I know we kind of joke or you hear people joking that all this feels kind of like uh like some some film or something, some movie film or um, and we're in the middle of it, but you know th- the main thing that I say is it's just to remain positive, so you know esther and i we we really have made the best of it. I'm working from home, she's working from home, and what we try to do is we find time to. You know, we'll, we'll do lunch together. So I'll be in my, my part of the house, and she's in her part of the house. And, uh, you know, I'll text her, and like, you're ready for lunch? You know, because we're working <laughs> at the same time, right? <laughs> and uh, we'll do things like, uh, you know, go out for a walk. We've been walking lately. Uh, yeah, we've done the, the same. Day. Day. We, we, we spent, ready. like, you know, just some time uh, meditating, listening to some some meditation music just to relax and everything. To, to Yeah,
0: speaking of music. to help this right my wife and I, one of the things that we have a great commonality is our diversity or our eclectic style of music. So for the last few weekends over the weekend, we'll just do this thing where we'll just spend some time just listening to different music and then create our playlist. Yeah. It's not as cool as D nice necessarily, but as cool as ours, you know? And
1: hey, hey cool. so speaking of D nice, mm-hmm. uh, not to interrupt you, but this is actually a pretty cool story. So, uh, Last Saturday, so, yeah, a week ago, uh, you know, we've all been cooped up in, in the house. And, you know, we, we've been aware of spouses and some with their kids and stuff. Uh, we're all just being cooped up next to each other all day, every day. And so, you know, Esther and I, we like to go on dates. And so I, I asked her on a date. I said, hey, you know, uh, I would love to do uh, dinner and, and a DJ party tonight. Can I take you on a date? And she was like, she was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. We can't go anywhere. I said, don't worry about it. I got, I got this figured out. You handled you handled dinner, and I'll I'll handle the party. So she actually cooked up a nice dinner, steak and you know vegetables and and potatoes, a uh, really nice dinner. Uh, and then I brought it to uh, to the DJ party. Put a uh, d nice, yeah, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> Playing the music and we was jamming, man. It was just. <laughs> although we were still at home it, it felt like a date and so i just encourage people to to, to get creative you know we talk about creativity a lot and it's yeah. about, you know, pages in in a book or something it's, it's about what you're doing every single day as well
0: yeah that's awesome yeah we we've, we've called our um we've called our sessions the churston um dance body so Jerry Winston <laughs> in <Connections. laughs> the connections the body. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I didn't ask about the little uh,
1: dogs. How are they doing? (laughs) Oh man. So so sadly, so we had we technically had three uh, little dogs. Um, One we had to put down. She was she was like seventeen or so and started to have health issues. So a couple months ago, we had to unfortunately put her down. Um, And then. The other one, her daughter, we actually we still have, and and then the little Shitzu uh, my mother in law has. So we we only have one dog in the house. It's a oh, puppy. sorry to hear about that. It's but, it's easier to maintain though. So <laughs> I would say that,
0: my, but I, I do always like to say the word Shitzu. That's <laughs> 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 um, So tell us what you've been up to. I know you've been you you know it's probably hard. I know you. For those of you who haven't heard uh, Casey before, he would go up to um, South Carolina and spend time with the young people and helping them with their acting and their um, their acting development. And I know yeah. that's probably been challenging these days, um, but tell us some of the things you're up to.
1: So, yeah. So most recently, uh, I have a national commercial out, BC Powder.
0: I saw that. That that's, is really cool. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah
1: and it's been, it's been airing everywhere. So everyone's been hitting me up. Uh, it's been, it's been running since October. It's, uh, it's the end of March now, 2020, just in case for those who need the <laughs> who's listening. Um, so, I mean, it's been renewing and it's been, uh, reoccurring. So that's, that's been really good. Uh, I actually got our, when uh, Eddie Murphy went to Saturday night live, uh, you remember the reunion or whatever? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you know, I woke up. I didn't see it live. I know, don't don't shoot me. I didn't see it live, but I woke up the next morning. And I had all these text messages, and everybody, oh, I saw your commercial doing Saturday Night Live. I was like, why? Wow.
0: Yeah, I I didn't see it live either. I watched Saturday Night Live via YouTube, so I don't know what the commercials are. On, so. Yeah, yeah. But, but I've seen know, that, I've seen that commercial at least a dozen times though since then.
1: Yeah. It's yeah, it's been running, man. So, you know, um excited about that. So and outside of that, really this year, I mean, lots of auditions. Uh, but this year my focus has has been, I know you talked about kind of you know, teaching others as well, but my focus has been like being a student as well this year. Gotcha. So I I've really I've taken a lot of workshops, um, you know, private coaches, uh to To help with with my craft as well, because I, I feel like with anything you do, you have to continue to pour into yourself. Right. But you can, you know, pour into others. And so I have been like really challenging myself this year to even uh, get better and better. And you know, also been I, I've gone back to the basics. You know, I've been doing a lot of homework lately. Um, and what I mean by that is I I've, I've been you know, reading reading books. So Robert McKee's story, you probably familiar with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great structure and, and the principles of, of storytelling. Um, you know, and, and even this is one of your one of your your favorites, um, Blake Snyder. Oh yeah, <laughs> Save the Cat. <laughs> yeah, recently, uh, you know, mm-hmm. listen to that audio book, and you know, just getting back to the basics of truly understanding, you know, storytelling. Um, you know, the conflict in every scene, the arcs of the characters, you know, uh, those type of things are, are so important to really understand when you get a script, where's your character at in that moment? You know,
0: it's so interesting when you yeah. talk about Blake Snyder and some of those other authors, is like yeah. when you see movies now, it's like you notice everything, right? You become aware of everything and what the challenges are and what the stories are and what's missing. People send me things all the time. Like they send me webisodes or pilots or whatever they're working on. And it's so, so obvious about what's great about whatever they're sending me and whatever is an opportunity about whatever they're sending me. Whereas, and if, and if you didn't have that kind of thoughtfulness where you said, you know, let me keep educating myself, we probably wouldn't notice it.
1: Yeah. No, you're, That is so spot on. And it's, it's to the point where I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm annoying my wife, you know, because.
0: the same
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, we will find stuff on Netflix or, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. And I'm sitting here like, all right, here's the, here's the conflict of the scene. Oh, we're at the climax right now. (laughs) It's left in this movie. So, you know, this is where the climax is. And she's like, is this the climax? No, no, it's too early. You know, um, and then I'm like, yo, the, the uh... <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, who's the protagonist in story? <laughs> <laughs> the story? <best> <laughs> is Dude. there one, is there two? Like, who's the protagonist?
0: <laughs> I do the same thing my wife and I, for the last few years have tried to watch all of the Oscar nominated movies before the actual Oscars, which yeah. has been tough for me with you know with everything that I've got going on. And I am a hundred percent sure that I became a real annoyance this year about all of the movies. They were all great movies for the most part. But, you know, I would just say, well, what's going on with this? You know, I don't see this should happen on this part of the story. Or the the converse is true. If something is too paint by numbers, where it just follows everything directly, I'm saying, like, yeah, I don't think this person had anything creative going on in their story. Just, yeah. They just said, hey, let me just follow the template a hundred percent and just hope for, and I know that works and I know that people will, I'll get a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes by just following this, t- this template. And that's yeah. a fantastic thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, and you know, yeah, you speak to a good point as well. I remember when you did the, you, you know, I was kind of looking at you doing the, uh, the Oscar challenge. I tried that one year. I think I did it one year. It's the year with it, uh, like Moonlight and, uh, what were what all those movies? What year was that? Manchester by the Sea. All those were up. About three years ago, maybe three. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, all right, Winston, uh, he's on this kick. Let me let me try to keep what keep up with it. <laughs> I did nice. it a year, <laughs> I did it a year, and then yeah, I can't keep it up, man. So I commend you for doing it every single year. I try to get you know a few of them in there.
0: Well, they've expanded it like now to ten movies. So I would say that every move every year there's at least one movie that I can't get to. I just can't get to. Um, So what was that
1: one movie this year that you couldn't get to? I
0: I think it was called Emma, not Emma. It was was one of those British historical type of movies. Um, I can't remember what it was. Um, Yeah. It didn't win anything, but so that
1: (laughs) (laughs) I still have to see uh, Parasite. I haven't seen it yet.
0: Which one is that? Parasite. Oh yeah, I did see that, um, and and I enjoyed it. I actually um, I did a little weighing of how much it cost me to go to the movies and how much it would cost to just buy it at home, especially now when you've got like all these streaming platforms. So yeah. I actually I actually bought that movie, which is something I don't like to do, because whenever you buy the movie, you buy it in whomever's ec- ecosystem that you're buying it in. Yeah. So if you buy it on Amazon, it's in that. If you buy it on Apple, it's in that. Um, But I did buy it because I wanted to see it. And it was totally worth it. It it, it was really, really a a good movie. And I definitely think it should have won, which it did when they awarded it did. Um, I'm trying to think back, but I think overall the movies were pretty good last year. Um, I'm so, I think that Parasite winning was totally better than the one, I think the year before where it was the the green book or something like that that won the year before
1: yeah
0: yeah that movie um it had such a great premise but it was a totally paint by numbers movie i mean you could have took the blake snyder save the cat template and just overlaid just it applied it and just said this is exactly what you're seeing a hundred percent and it had great actors in it too that digo mortensen and and Maharshala Maharshala ali, Maharshala ali. Yeah. yeah it was just it was just really good but I mean, they were really good, but it just, I was just like, Oh my gosh, why am I watching this thing? It was like, so formulaic. It was like, we are going to win an Oscar. So we're going (laughs) to do these things exactly like this way. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that is cool. So, um, as you know, I was sharing for those that are out there, we are doing this two ways today. We are doing a zoom meeting that we will publish on, um, youtube and vmo and various other platforms after finishing after we finish editing it um, but we'll also continue to do our podcasts here on apple and spotify and those places um, i was sharing with uh, casey that we have eclipsed the 50 podcast um, mark by the time this is published and that is super exciting uh, we've had 50 people including yourself here twice Um, come in and talk about what creativity means to them, things that they're doing, how can they help people who are um, struggling with that? And it's fascinating to me, and I would like for you to weigh in here, is that with all that's going on around us now, like when we started this, we didn't really know. We were just doing it because it was hurting our heart at that moment. Um, But now that we've got all these people who are like, what happens now? You know, is there hope going on in this world? Um, How can I, what value can I give to the world? And I believe, I still believe this, that creativity is part of our life and and part of the way you can give back to other people. Um, So if you are an actor or you're a writer, you're a programmer, um, whatever you're doing, this is like the good way to do that. And, um, And especially if you've got turmoil that's happening because you might be losing your job or... What you thought was your job is not really a viable job, or you know you just have this anxiety because this is what we're going through for many of us there's an unseen thing that this has a mental ramifications for every single one of us you know to go through this It's not necessarily the same as people who had to go through World War II or through other parts in history, but it does have an effect on us and so um what, do, what are your thoughts about some of these things? I think,
1: you know, you know, um, well right now, you know, the, the beauty of the situation right now is that we kind of do have the time to to step back and 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 dive into our creative side, you know, because I, I think, you know, we're all kind of cooped up in the house. But, you know, take advantage of that time. You know, I I, I could say say for myself, you know, also work in an office environment and, and I spend a lot of my days, you know, like uh, in 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 a commute, you know, I spend like two hours commuting every day to to work, you know, between in the morning and the, and the evening, yeah, with with Atlanta traffic. God bless you. Right now, I, I don't have I don't have that commute, and so it's like still if you get up at a certain time, get up at that time, and and instead of you know driving, for example, you know, spend that time to you know write down some thoughts that you have or, you know, put something to, to, to pad or, or, or even voice over or voice recorder, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, right now is a time where you can really discover, you know, some, or put out some of the creative thoughts that you've had and just go for it. You know, an example, like I had this, uh, this challenge recently on, on Instagram uh, called uh, know your name challenge and it 's basically uh a melody that I created and I put it on instagram and I challenged some people to you know create their own video recreate it remix it, and wow, that's cool <laughs> so, you know add to the chain right what do you mean
0: what do you mean so that you you made a melody and they had to do what add, they had to sing or they had to add some music to it how, how they had I- to si-
1: they had to sing so you know i had you know I had some lines right and then I posted and say all right, and I some people say so, right, now you gotta you gotta either recreate it so you can do the same melody or you can do your own little riffs and runs or oh, wow. whatever. So uh and at first I was like, you know, I, I thought to myself, like, uh people may think that's corny, or you know, but maybe people won't join or, or whatever. And you know what? I was like, what does it matter? Like let me just put it out there. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? So I just think you have to be like. You know, have have no fear, just go for stuff, and then I put it out there, Uh and then my sister and my niece responded with a with a cute video. I'll send it to you, by the way. How
0: did I miss that? Well, then again, I am like the best horrible karaoke singer in the
1: world. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you know someone sing, that sings, I'll send it to you, so you guys can do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, One of my I, I, producer I, buddies.
0: Yeah, if I put that thing on Instagram, we might make some cats shriek. (laughs) (laughs) Windows crack, I
1: don't know what's gonna happen. I had one of my producer buddies, you know, I tagged him and you know, he's a producer. So he he adds a beat to it and it's like, and then he does his version of it. I'm like, what? Like it starts to evolve to these other places I would never even thought it would have gone to. And that's just an example of, if you got an idea, put it out there or get with some people. It may start to evolve and go to places you never even thought it would. And right now is the time to do that,
0: for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Someone sent me something similar about making a three minute video um, with some hashtags associated with it. That's about the experience of um, quarantine. Uh, I guess for them, it is relatively new um, to be in this environment, like for many of us. And so they say, why don't you, can anyone make like a three sec, uh, three minute clip? And I was like, that's a really cool idea. You know, that's, 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 that's pretty cool. Um, it's probably going to be fun. And I, I think people have probably take those things too seriously where, you know, someone's trying to make like either like a, like a music video. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: you going like too far in.
0: That's right. Let's get your phone and start doing
1: something. Let's go let's going
0: from there, you know? Um,
1: so, so just, just go for it. Like I think, a lot of times we've talked about this before, how you know, when you're creative, you know, sometimes you worry a lot about what, what other people think, you know, and we're, we're guilty of it. You know, we know that, and we're still guilty of it. And so a lot of times you just got to get out of your own head and and just go for stuff and just, you know, yeah. worry about too much what everyone's thinking.
0: There's a lot of anxiety that people, I think if you, if you actually ingest too much, you might actually create more anxiety. Like I had a chance to listen to the Dramatist Gills webinar recently, where they shared about the different things they're doing to help creatives who are, um, who, you know, displaced because there's lots of people, right? If, if you're in a show and a show ain't happening, you know, your money's messed up. Um, yeah. uh, and then the same thing with um, the Atlanta city. Um, so the Atlanta city had this whole webinar that was fascinating about the funding for the arts and how the mayor has been an advocate for the funding of the arts. But there's been so many people who had grants put on hold or they need grants or they need these things to, to keep operating. Um, every show that I know of has been either postponed or canceled. Um, and I think that people, especially if you had something like right in the queue that you had going on, you might just go, what was me? What am what's, what's I gonna do next? And and I've referenced this book many times that I think is super helpful for us to think about opportunities like this. And it's called Mindset by Carol DeWitt. And she talks about a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. And those that have a fixed mindset is like when something happens, it's like, it's their fault. It's those people's fault. Why did they do that? Where um, those who have a growth mindset is like, well, it's not going to work out the way I need it to, but it's something I can learn from this or something I can do from this. And I would definitely say that to me, it would be hard to have a fixed mindset, but I know some people do, because a pandemic is not something that anyone can lay blame easily on anyone else. Um, But there's such an opportunity to say, you know what, what can I do? What can I learn? You know, for example, the, the gentleman who runs the Marietta Theater where we had our shows in, he decided to put some of his shows up, some of his older shows up for free via streaming. You know just to make sure people knew what was going on how you know that the theater still exists no matter whether you know whether you can go to the show or not they do it exists and that kind of creative thinking is really what we all need to be thinking about
1: yeah and you know and there's there's some people out there you know that have been impacted right you know you have like you kind of just mentioned uh people that are about to book things or You know and now things are on hold and i would just say you know i I actually i was i was auditioning in the middle of you know you know auditioning for a commercial and it was going pretty well but it got it got put on hold you know and um and so i know a lot of people are are impacted and so what i just say is you know just just take the time and, and just hey, start doing things for yourself. Like start, start writing down, writing your stories that you've been thinking about. You know, uh, go back to the basics, do some, do some homework. Part of the reason I'm doing some homework is because I have some ideas for some stories and, and uh, it wasn't all the way coming together. So here's,
0: so Casey, you bring yeah. up a good point. So in this new, over the last few podcasts, we've done this segment as we get towards, you know, as we get to the latter third of the conversation. And that is the creativity kind of workshop that we do between you and I, where we take an idea, not it doesn't have to be anything that exists now, and we just talk about creating something in the actual conversation. Yeah, so We're going to do that now. I have nothing pre-thought of. No, there's like no okay. template uh, for this or all right. anything that exists. We're just going to come up with, we're just going to start with a genre, and then okay. you know, we're just going to start to, talk about it for the next few minutes. So the last one that we did, and depending on when this gets published, we did horror, which has always been, you know, it's always been my least favorite genre of any
1: kind to do. Um, However, (laughs) this is apparently it's the the easiest, though, if you're uh, a beginning director or filmmaker, it's the easiest with apparently
0: no it's just it's just i just don't get it i, I can't tell you the last time i seen a good horror movie that i actually like I uh, insidious maybe i like insidious. Yeah. I, I i considered contagion a horror movie but that was <laughs> that's not a- <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that wasn't the point <laughs> tiger king <laughs> oh my gosh that's oh, that's a, that's a oh show oh my man. gosh my wife was telling me about this because you know she, she's recovering from her procedure and she was she was binging on that thing, and I kept walking up. I was like, I can't want you know, because I was working at the time. I couldn't even invest in it. I was like, this thing is ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Go watch it, man. So before we get started, it is all right. How do I describe Tiger King? Uh, Tiger King is the most entertaining, uh, e- disturbing. Uh, what what did I just watch? Uh, I'm losing brain cells. I'm starting to question myself why I'm even watching this uh but I'm still entertained show i've ever seen really I, yeah I it's, it's
0: I, just, I kept asking the same questions every time I woke my head. I was like, these people own these
1: tigers. Why do they own them? We, <laughs> it's, it's, you just gotta watch it man it's just it goes so many different ways. you're like what what how how are we here right now <laughs> what is the point of this
0: so here's the topic it just came all right we got so the topic is a historical story so um so if we go back let's say 180 years ago our story starts there um so 180 years ago would be sometimes when the 1840s or 50s or something okay
1: something in that area. Um so we know that, all right, so there's there's still slavery. Okay.
0: That's right. It's not far after the French Revolution, which was in the early eighteen hundreds. then oh. There's there's an expansion going on in the US where we're taking I, I can't remember all the historical dates, but you know, we're either fighting with Texas and Mexico, something like that is going on in that time period. While there's the states rights things, which is just a veiled way of saying they want to keep slaves. Um yep. and then there's rebellions. I think Nat Turner was around 1830 something. Please, if you're a history teacher, please do not send me a message. Yeah, yeah, do not. You're, yeah. you're wrong. You're wrong. I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember, but I know it's somewhere in that area. Um, so so who's our who's our person? Who do
1: who's our so So we're saying so we're saying that this is um this is still a horror?
0: No, no. Oh, this, this, is, this isn't a this horror, horror, it's just a it's just a historical story about Historical. Okay, got that, you, got you. So been I'm been going
1: here. to I am going to to flip this I'm going to I'm going to flip it around a little bit cuz t- typically we go with the protagonist being like the slave on a plantation uh, I am going to say our our hero is the son of a plantation owner who wants to be good, but is fighting with that.
0: So his conflict is, so opening scene, right? So there, this, there's a plantation, there's this person, this plantation son's owner, how old is he?
1: He is, when we, when we first meet him, he is 17.
0: 17 years old. And does he have any relationships with the people on the plantation, like the slaves or anybody else?
1: He is, he is very close with um, one of the female slaves okay. uh, who's around the same age as him, uh, but they have to hide how, how their true bond, okay. but he's close with her.
0: So the conflict is he wants to do right. Um, or he wants to do right and you mean that he wants to help the people or help this young lady
1: he doesn't he doesn't believe and he doesn't believe in slavery right and yeah he wants to do do right by the people on his on his plantation uh, but he also wants to you know he he's the heir and so he doesn't want to to give up what he you know what is rightfully his and, and be disowned from his family.
0: So he's been exposed to like abolitionist writings and stuff like that. And and he just might be a good human being and he probably sees a good He's a good, he's a good getting, human being. Yeah. Yeah. People getting hurt and all of these kind of things. So I always think about things. So by the way, if you're listening to this, don't steal our starby. <laughs> 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 we will find you. <laughs> Uh, so I think about like this this opening scene, you've got this young man, he's on this whole porch or so, and you know, there's people in the field and maybe it's just the, dram- dr- the dramatic part of me that thinks about this. So he's on his porch, this movie is about to kick off. And then all of a sudden, while he's on his porch, he sees fire in the distance and he sees, he sees people yelling, et cetera. And he's like, What's going on? People in in the actual plantation starts to freak out. And the very opening scene is in is a s is a rebellion coming right towards him, right mm. towards his house. And then even before anyone comes out the house, he sees this and he sees people screaming. Well, there's some some of the people that are part of the rebellion come to him and they are they're obviously excited to be in the rebellion, you know, or they're they're like, we got to, we've got to do what we've got to do. We're going to go and kill people, or we're going to take over, whatever the rebellion is going to do. And he's immediately confronted at the beginning of the story with what to do. He's got his family in the house. He's got his people that are outside that are living there. And Mm -hmm. before the story even begins, the conflict is established about what's he going to do to help. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. That was off the top of the head. Thank you. But, for I think that was pretty good. Cool. When you, I would go watch a movie like that.
1: <laughs> but now we... Yeah. <laughs> no, what we so the, the funny thing is, all right, now that I've been doing my homework, right, and you know, so our our hero, He has to, so you have, you talk about opposing, what's the, what's the phrase? Um, Let's just say uh, opposing scenes uh, or the way they paint the picture for the, for the hero. It has to be like opposing pictures in the way we view him from the beginning to, to the end, right? So, you know, whether it's, you have like, the hero in a, in a story that's really struggling, that's, you know, got, got bad hair and, and bad clothes in the beginning, and then they finally get to a point at the, at the end, it's the opposing view of them where, you know, they have their, their fancy clothes and everything's together, you know, so.
0: Yeah, I would say cinematically, we would have that first scene that we talked about, but then yeah. before anything happens, before they actually get to him, or even get to close to him, we cut to another scene. And that, uh, that next scene would be the building kind of scene that you're mentioning. Like, who is he? Where is he coming from? You know, what's his thought process? His own, I hate to use the term flashback, but that's kind of what we're talking about. Where, so yes. why is this guy on the porch? Why is he reacting this way? What's happening? But we need to know a little bit about him. So that's scene one. So people know immediately they're in the movie theater. They know what's gonna happen. Yep. Scene two is who is this guy? And what's going to help inform that decision as the people come closer? Man, I'm gonna have to listen to this podcast a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I tell fun. you, that's probably the, the next genre of things I haven't written. So I've talked about a horror before, but I've yeah. never written about a historical thing. Because you know, I love science fiction and all that, because I get to make up the history in science fiction. Um but and I've never written about a historical thing because I've always said, man, I'm going to have to, before I can write it, I'm going to have to spend forever just trying to understand the environment that I'm in. But it's not really like that, you know, when you think, yeah. of, you know, the details uh, about what people are wearing and eating and who they, that, that can all be worked out. Um, but I'm glad that we did this because I think that's that's pretty cool. Um,
1: you know. And then once we establish our hero, who's the, who's, who's the protagonist and you know, our protagonist has to be just as strong as the hero. And you know, who are they? And you mean
0: our antagonist.
1: I think. It's true. A- antagonist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> antagonist has to be just as strong as the protagonist. And uh, who are they?
0: Yeah, I think about that. So he's got to make a decision at some point. His antagonist could be his dad or whomever the plantation owner is that come out and they quell the rebellion at some point. Um, where he tries to figure out a way to prevent anyone from getting hurt, he tries to moderate and facilitate no one getting hurt. But the yeah. you know the rebellion people they want to hurt somebody, and his his dad, for example, comes out with all kinds of guns, you know, and people with guns, and you know, guns win over you know people without guns all the time. <laughs> so
1: yeah, uh, so. and I, and I, so I'm, now we're going far now. Now I'm seeing our protagonist hero. Like, I'm seeing him going from a place of, you know, conflict of do I decide to help to, you know, at some point in the story, he, he is actually helping lead in the charge, right? Yeah. He's leading the charge with, with, with his slaves. He's going to other other houses, and le- he's leading the charge, right? Like, think about that. When you think about, like, who's really leading the charge in these stores is always, like, someone from the actual you know, uh, like one of the slaves from the plantation, right? But what if it was the actual son of a plantation owner in this story that decides for wherever this takes place, that he's leading the charge now, and then he's up against eventually, maybe his own dad, right?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think we got the makings of an Oscar winning thing there. I don't want to go too any further because somebody will steal it if we, <laughs> if we keep it. But hey, you know, well, this- they
1: heard it here first. Uh-huh.
0: They heard it here. They heard it here first. And yeah, I know they heard it here
1: first.
0: Exactly right. Like, I was listening to this podcast and next thing you know, <laughs> it was out there. So you said this quite a bit as we wrap up again, my brother, I love you and I appreciate you for joining the podcast for a second time. Uh, it's, it's great to have you on with us again, especially as we continue to go into our next chapters here as an organization. Um, someone out there is listening to your voice and they're saying that Casey, he's really, he's really inspiring. He's got such a great head on his shoulder. He's doing so many things, but me, I'm struggling. Um, I don't know if I should be creative or not. And then you're talking to this person, just like you're talking to me. What's the first bit
1: of advice you tell them? My first piece of advice is look, we all struggle internally and externally, but those are the things that drives us. Those are the things that make us stronger, you know? So I would, I would encourage them to continue to look deep into their so, themselves and pull out all those things that are inside of them, all those things that they're thinking, write them down, write them down, right? And look at it each day and think about the things that inspire you and why you're doing what you want to do. Look at that each day and then know your worth to the world and what value you can bring, right? Because we all bring value and you have to understand that internally, what value you bring, right? And then I'll also continue to continue to encourage them to just don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to be the creative person that you are, you know, uh, and express yourself, express who you are. To everyone, and don't worry about who's going to accept you, right? Just just be creative. And then I also say, hey, find like minds, find people that understand. Like a lot of creative people, we we understand each other.
0: That's
1: right. Right, and and so get around the right people. Sometimes it's just about not being around around the right people. So that's awesome. So those are, those are the things that immediately came here. to mind that I that I'll tell them.
0: That's fantastic. How can someone reach out to you if they want to know more about what you're up to?
1: Oh, man, I'd say the, the best tool is probably um, Instagram. You know, you can uh, direct mail or DM me. I guess that's what they say now. Uh, <laughs> DM, slide into DM. But, you know, my, uh, I just changed it. So it's, let me make sure I give you the right one. Yeah, because it was different before.
0: We can put it in the show notes. Don't <laughs> worry about it. So what I'll do is we'll get it offline from you and we'll make sure that when we upload it, yeah. everyone can see it in references. I'll reference. So it's I
1: it's am Casey J. Ashley. Oh,
0: that's fantastic.
1: I am. So I A M C A S E Y S. H. L. E. Y. All right.
0: So great to have you, Casey. Um. For those of you who are listening to us today, you'll be able to see this video once it's finished from production on YouTube and VMO, um, as well as our website. So you'll be able to see it at risingtidescharity.org, um, as well as um, um, Facebook. You'll also be able to see the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbeam, Overcast, all the places where you can get your podcasts. So we are really uh, thankful for that. Um, You can also check out my new series on Sundays where it's 10 minutes of wit with myself, wit meaning Winston is talking, where I just share with you some inspirational things that are going on with me and some thoughts about the week. Um, We are going to be taking these podcasts, as all of our participants know, and by the end of the year, we'll be putting together our first audio book of just creative words from every single one of these great people. And so you'll be able to capture this audio book and contribute to our organization and uh, and to really be able to say, hey, I heard Casey on here twice. You know, Casey's dope. He'll fit in this category. We'll have everyone broken out this way. We thank you all as an audience. Please take care of yourself. Please take care of others. Please make sure you do what you need to do in order to be right in this world. Your voice, your creativity matters. Um, this is a moment of hope for us all, where we can all get together and say, you know what? Despite what's happening now, I can make something that I haven't made before, or I have learned something about myself. We believe in you, all of us believe in you, and we know you'll believe in yourself. So from the Rising Tides Charity, this is Winston with Casey. Everyone take care.